Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Recorded live. Well, greetings and good evening to Galaxy Talk Radio. The Hired Brush with Barbara McGee. Hold on one second. Obviously, Barbara isn't here this evening. She's a bit under the weather, but I will be your host for this evening. I am Galaxy Chief. We're at T25CL Entertainment. We had a very dynamic show last evening with Lorenzo Elvis Murphy with Compton Politics, talking about the issues of today. And as you know, the main issue is the events that's going on in South Carolina as it pertains to the nine people that were gunned down at the hands of a racist young man, 21-year-old young man, by the name of Dylan Troop, I think it was, or Roof. And now we are in the aftermath of this uh, killing in South Carolina. And it's just been so much of a debate. We had a tremendous debate here last night, went on for about two hours. And you're hearing various opinions over the uh, major news networks, and people are issuing various uh, opinions on the subject matter. But it's one thing that I can say, and it's sad in a way, it just seems like tragedy brings about unity. And what's happening in this whole process, it is just a sad event when nine people lose their lives and it seems as though it's been a wake-up call to the masses of our people or black people across the country and the world and we've been hearing various news reports of this thing on all the major networks we've been hearing the politicians talking about it the the pundits the experts We've been hearing uh, um, the college professors talk on this issue. And tomorrow, no, I'm sorry, but on Friday, will be the funeral for the nine victims that were murdered by this young man. And it just came out just a little while ago that the President of the United States, Barack Obama, and his wife will be attending the funeral along with the vice president, Joe Biden. And it's sad to say that the flag, the Confederate flag, is still flying. And not even at half mass is is still hanging at the at the top of the pole. And it just so happens that the senator that was killed Will, his body will be lying in state um, tomorrow or Thursday. And this flag is going to be hanging right outside of the building, the state building, 
where he's going to be laying in the seat. And this is just a few feet away. Now, this is a very, very sad account. Can you imagine that the killer that did this horrible act took pictures of himself with this flag and he believes in what the flag means. The flag means slavery. The flag means racism. The flag means hatred. The flag means segregation. And this has been going on now for about 400 years in this country as far as slavery and, and hatred. And what this flag does, even though it is a piece of cloth, but it just seems as though the races of this country rally behind this flag. <clears throat> it seems as though it gives them power. It gives them energy. It reinforces their stance on what they believe with racism and believing that whites are the superior race over the black nation and the black creation of this world. And it's sad to say that unless something is done within the next 48 hours, that this flag will be flying outside of the building where the senator is going to be laying in state. We want your opinions on this subject, so please call in at 724-444-7444. Caller ID is 131-959-POUND. Please call in and let's hear your opinions and what you think on this matter. There is a lot to say. Um, I just heard, too, that the son of Strong Thurman, Paul Thurman, who is also a senator there in South Carolina, and for those of you who are not aware of Strong Thurman, he was one of the most avid and vicious racists that uh, this country has ever produced. And he was also from South Carolina. And he was in the Senate, I believe, for numerous years, probably 50, 60 years. And he also died as an active member in the Senate. He never lost once he got in. His son came out today with some very provocative statements. It was in the form of uh, apology for the past transgressions of whites and how they have treated blacks here in the United States of America. It is the strongest statement that I have ever heard an elected official actually say in public about what has happened here over the past 400 years in America. We have had slavery since 1555 when the first Africans were kidnapped 
by the Western Europeans and brought into this country and were in bondage until 1863, until the emancipation. And a year and a half later, uh, the people in Texas in January of uh, 1865 found out about it in Texas, about the emancipation. And that is commonly called the Juneteenth celebration. So ever since 1863-1865 to this day in 2015, America still has not addressed the issue of slavery in America, whether it's in the form of apologies or if it's in the form of reparations or just acknowledging hey, we're sorry for about what happened. Let's see if we can work together in unity with all of you and us that are descendants of slaves and slavery. Now, 2015 to 1865 is what, approximately 100, 150, 160 years. Instead of this happening, some form of reparations, and reparations simply means to repair what has been done, and in this case, an unjust deed. The Japanese were paid reparations for World War II. The Indians have been awarded reparations in the form of land, tax considerations, casinos, and various other favors since what has happened to them here in this country. But nothing has been done to repair slavery in America. So since the emancipation, black people have just been let loose to roam on our own. And whether it's working or getting educated, and in the process, we've had to deal with issues such as racism, the Klan, the skinhead party, the Nazi parties. There's something like 200 hate groups across the country, and there's about 19 in the state of South Carolina. And since then, or ever since we landed into the country, this country, and the changing of our names, our language, and our culture, we have had to go up against this type of opposition ever since the emancipation. And even to this day in 2015, when we think that we have overcome a lot of hurdles and we think that we are free, just because you see us in the movies, you see us in music, in sports, uh, we're highly educated these days, but still, we're not even safe in our house of worship. We can't go to church. In some places of the country, we're still being lynched. We're still being drugged behind trucks. The Klan still marches. Racism is still 
pervasive institutional racism in America is rampant. In the South, they're a bit more open about it, and they'll let you know who they are, and they'll let you know that, hey, we don't like it just because. But once you get out of the South, if you come to the left coast or to the right coast, it may be a bit more subtle in certain degrees. You may not get needed promotions or raises on your places of employment. You may be getting treated in a very nasty type way. Um, Sometimes they may burn crosses on your yards if you're living out in rural areas. They will do things to you that will psychologically defeat you. But in the southern regions of the country, and especially in the ex-slave states, things are a bit more open and a bit more pervasive. They will do things such as what they have done. Mississippi has has never stopped lynching. Um, There was a brother that was lynched there about a year ago, and I believe he was either a mayor or city councilman, something there, one of the northern towns there in the state of Mississippi. And uh, Brother Bird down there in Houston um, and Jasper, Texas, and he was drugged behind a truck. And so these acts are still happening, and sometimes you can go on the Internet and still see various lynchings or murders and unsolved crimes, the Atlanta child murders that happened back in, um, I believe it was in the 70s or the 80s. And these murders are continuing. The young man that killed the nine people in the church, he killed elderly. He killed somebody's grandmother, somebody's father, somebody's son, daughter. I believe a five-year-old child was shot. An 87-year-old grandmother was shot. An aunt was shot. A state senator was assassinated all behind hatred. And now everyone is focusing in on him, but where did he learn it? Who taught him? And how many more are out there that believe just as he believes and are laying in the wings and are waiting to do the same thing or something even more deadly than that. Now, I call this a terrorist attack. Others call it a racist attack. But why not call it a racist terrorist attack? Let's call it for what it is. I guarantee you, if a Muslim had done this from outside of this country, if someone from Iraq, Iran, Saudi Arabia, they would be calling this domestic terrorism. 
And I guarantee you hundreds of billions or trillions of dollars would be spent in order to kill up masses of people for retribution of what was done about a week ago in South Carolina. But because it was done here from a United States white citizen, that's not happening. They want to know, oh, why did he do it? Was he mentally ill? Was he disturbed? Was he on drugs? But they don't want to call it for what it is. A state senator was assassinated. Eight other people were victims of terrorism. It is no different than the events of 9-11. Terrorism. But they don't want to call it that. How come they don't want to call it that? Because it's going to require more in-depth investigations, and it's going to cause people to go deeper. And when you go deeper into this thing, you want to see how wide and how massive and pervasive this thought process is and how bad it really is. What if it started bringing in some of these hate groups, Nazis, skinheads, the Klan? What if all of them had a hand in programming um, this this young man, Dylan Roof, I think his name is, in programming his mind. And if you saw him on television, in jail, he just looked like he was just out of his mind. He looked like he had been programmed. Someone taught him how to hate. How come his parents haven't been on television, haven't been interviewed? How come you haven't seen any of his family? You know, hatred is still running rampant. It's out there. It's happening. It has happened. And nobody wants to address this issue for what it is. Domestic terrorism and racism combined. And now everyone is worried. What's going to happen next? Is this going to start some type of civil war in America. We hope not, and nor do we advocate anything as such. But it has been very peaceful, and this is where I want to give praises and thanks to black people in South Carolina and across the country. And it's been a topic of discussion, but it hasn't been 
any violence behind it, no real arrests, no one else is being hurt. And that's not what we want. We don't want violence. We want peace. We want love. We want trust. We want understanding. We want respect. We want this 400-year nightmare to come to a final end. We want it to come to a closure. But it's going to take more than those who have been disenfranchised, those who have been victims. It's going to take those who have benefited from 310 years of slavery and about 160 years of prosperity of post-slavery. The ones that are out there right now that are the millionaires, the billionaires, and those who have benefited, whether it's from land or inheritance, from slavery and from racism, those of you who are on Wall Street, those of you in the stock exchanges, those of you who are in the ivory towers, in the banking institutions, and those of you who have benefited from this worldwide, because of 400 years of free labor or 310 years of free labor, those of you who have benefited from it and those of you in the church system here in America who profess to be Christian, and Christianity simply means one who is crystallized in oneness with God and Christ. If that's what you are, step forward. We need the preachers of this country to step forward, the white preachers step forward, the bankers to step, step forward, business leaders to step forward, the white judges, the lawyers. We want everyone to address this issue and bring it to an end. We need the federal government to classify all of these hate groups as terrorists as though you would do with ISIS or ISIL or anybody who would create and do such atrocities in this country. Call it for what it is, domestic terrorism. It is time for it to come to an end. We don't need um, legislation. We just need people to step up to the plate, call it what it is, and let's bring it to an end. We don't need all these guns that can shoot a hundred rounds in two seconds and Uzis and all this other fancy stuff. You just need to get away from anything that is a weapon of mass destruction. Yes, gun laws need to come into play. Just as you have to get a license to drive an automobile, fly a plane, you have to have insurance to drive an automobile. If you're going to purchase a weapon, you should be made to go to some type of special training, get licensed, register your weapon, and also to get 
insurance, just like at yet they have car insurance or homeowner's insurance or renter's insurance. You need to get insurance on your usage of a weapon. And based around the circumstances of the usage of that weapon, and if you take the life of a person, then the family should be able to execute a claim on that insurance policy. Here it is, you go out here and shoot someone, and now the families, especially if it's a poor family, have to go out here and make funeral arrangements. And nowadays it costs, what, maybe about $15,000 just to bury someone. And so if you had the proper training, the licensure, the insurance, and then maybe that will assist in mitigating some of these circumstances, at least the families won't have to be burdened with the aftermath of murder. It won't bring a life back, but at least there's some form or remedy of restitution. So we need the input of people. We need people to stand up. We can't be silent on these issues. But it is time to bring the history of racism in America to an end. I'm going to wrap up the show this evening, and we hope that Barbara gets better, and she'll be back on the air next Tuesday. And so please join us tomorrow, Wednesday, with Rosalind's Corner, with Rosalind's Jordan Mills, and on Monday nights with Lorenzo Elvis Murphy, and those of you who are out there listening, please visit us at t25cl.com. Visit our website. Listen to our artist music. There's 30-second free listens on the, uh, on the site. Download some of our artist music. They're independent artists. Check out some of our films. And look what we're doing here at T25CL. We have a movie that we just completed called United We Stand. We're in the final edits of it. We hope to have that out in the years by approximately September. And it is a really, really good look. And it's a great concert show featuring our artists here at T25CL Entertainment. So check our next talk show out on Monday night with Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. And uh, tomorrow night with Rosalind Jordan Mills. And also oh, on our website please register at the top of the page as a customer and at the bottom of the page and um, so you can send your email address and email and we can send you information on upcoming events and keep you up to date with what we're doing here at T25CL Entertainment. So stay tuned to T25CL. Join us and oh, also listen to T25CL Radio 24-7 music over our of our radio network, and we have all of our independent artists there and also some of your favorites. So T25CL Radio, Galaxy Talk Radio, and all of our great musicians here at T25CL Entertainment.
So we will see you tomorrow night on Rosalind's Corner. That's going to wrap up our show for this evening, and we will see you tomorrow. Peace. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.